Galnet News Digest, 13th of October 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, the Federation wrestles with its conscience over its persecution of Fargod cult members. The number of Stargoids rises to five. And test subject D2 decides to reject Azimuth Biotech's kind offer of incarceration. The Federation remains divided on the Far God cult, following the defeat of the true chapters in Papontia last week. And the Shadow President has called for the Federal Navy to show what evidence it's gathered about the religious order. Several opinion polls have been published. The Federal Free Press reports that many are worried about mobs attacking innocent free thinkers who may be deluded but are not harmful. By contrast, Hudson supporting Soul Today published the results of a multiple-choice questionnaire that its readers could fill in using crayons, which indicated that the Fargod cult are traitorous cowards. Shadow President Winters strengthened her condemnation of the treatment cult members have been subjected to. The right to religious freedom is guaranteed by the Federal Accord, she said, and she called for the Federal Navy Intelligence Office and the Proactive Detection Bureau to share with the judiciary whatever evidence they've gathered to back up their claim that the Fargold cult members are guilty of sharing classified material or of sabotaging anti-Zunu operations. Two weeks ago, Secretary of State Lano Berkovich proposed making the Fargod cult illegal. Winters called upon Congress to reject this proposal, which he characterised as a desperate attempt by President Hudson to boost his flagging popularity by blaming minorities for the inability of the Federation to hold back the Thargoids. Meanwhile, the Sirius Alliance coalition is being well supported in Andikavi, and many billions worth of combat bonds have been issued. However, just as in Teketjel, Chunpindit and 42N Percy, the Thargoids do not appear to have been defeated. Rather, they seem to be testing the water. After the arrest of thousands of True Chapters cultists in Papontia and the persecution of many more throughout the Federation, it seems that many of the former Federal resident Thargoid cultists have been radicalised to join the True Chapters aboard the Testament and Perdition megaships, both of which have moved to an unknown location. It's speculated that the megaships are trying to avoid attention from the Federal Navy, but before the events in Papontia, the first apostle of the True Chapter spoke about establishing a new Thargoid colony, and it's certainly possible that new religious bases similar to those in Attain may be under construction. It's unclear what the Federation plans to do with the cultists it has arrested. Two more Stargoids have been discovered, and it seems like all five are heading towards the human core systems. The first unidentified interstellar phenomenon, or Stargoid, was discovered on the 31st of August, three weeks after the disastrous attempt by Salvation to wipe the Thargoids out. By the 12th of September, three Stargoids had been found. They seemed to be heading vaguely towards the bubble, but at erratic speeds. Now, three more weeks later, Commander Mercury noticed that the FSS started showing five Extra signals detected once stellar bodies, planets, moons, fleet carriers and signal sources have been accounted for. So, in a system with just one star and nothing else, you'll see six signals detected. 
Those extra signals correspond to the number of stargoids, and so it was clear there were two more to find. And within just a few hours, the two new stargoids had been found, flanking the first three and somewhat further back. They're not all advancing at the same rate. Stargoid 1 is making good progress. Stargoid 2 hasn't moved quite so far. Stargoid 3 has travelled a long way in the past week. Stargoid 4 is to the south, and Stargoid 5 is to the east. But it's clear that they are all now heading straight towards the core systems, and with their increased speed, Stargoids 1 and 3 at least seem likely to arrive there within just a few weeks. With Azima's former test subject, Xiao Jin Ai, telling Aegis that following the Thargoid roar from HIP 22460, it's too late to stop something terrible happening. Perhaps we should be preparing for the possibility that that roar was a call for help, and that the now five Stargoids are the Thargoids' reinforcements, coming to teach humanity a lesson. The sole survivor of Azimuth Biochemical's terrible Project Seraph experiments, which attempted to get humans to fly Thargoid spaceships, has rejected Azimuth's attempts to get her once again under their control. Xiao Jin A, who was known to Azimuth as test subject D2, placed herself in the care of Imperial scientist Professor Albert Tezro, who was one of the leaders of Aegis Research, the now-defunct tri-superpower Xena Research and Defence Organisation. Azimuth Biotech's CEO, Torben Rademacher, suggested that Tezro may have put pressure on D2 to reject his offer, and in a confession that contradicted his earlier claim that Azimuth had no idea what Salvation had been doing at Oaken Point, he said that Azimuth has details of all the surgery carried out on the Project Seraph test subjects. Professor Tezro put out a long statement in which she revealed that Xiaojing Ai has been hiding from Azimuth and that she has no reason to change her mind now. She suffered a series of invasive surgical procedures when held captive at Oaken Point, and although her health has improved, she has an implant in her cerebral cortex designed to interface with Thargoid technology that cannot be safely removed. Tezro is working with engineers Ramtar and Ishmael Palin to better understand the procedures Azimuth had inflicted upon their former test subject and the insight it seems to have given her into Thargoid communication, and in particular, the so-called Thargoid Roar. Following the symposium that Professor Tesser organised last week, there are optimistic signs for Aegis. Alliance Deputy Prime Minister Angela Corcoran has expressed her support for reforming the organisation as a trustworthy rallying point for humanity's response to the Thargoid threat. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. (laughs) 